Hey everyone, we are Mash Project Foundation and welcome to our podcast The Social Mashup, a podcast where we will talk about each and everything under the big umbrella of social impact, where we will bring out experiences which will inspire you to create a larger impact altogether. Stay tuned to explore the best of your side. Hi everybody, uh, a very warm welcome to our special podcast series. Our podcast, The Social Mashup, is a new initiative by MASH Project Foundation. Uh, we are talking to some really amazing people who have been doing some great work in the space of volunteerism. Today, we have a very special guest, Maniti Modisha, who's the co-founder of Connect4, a very interesting organization which has been building a platform that acts as a two-sided marketplace where Nonprofits, social enterprises, NGOs who can list down their volunteering needs. And on the other side, volunteers can find opportunities to volunteer with based on their skills and the causes, right? So thank you so much, Manati, joining us today. We are very excited to have you as part of this special podcast series. Thank you so much for having me, Ashish. It's uh, great to be part of this initiative. Super. Thank you. So, you know, my first question, Manati, would be to, you know, start with your journey like how did you come up with the idea of connect for what was the challenge that you figured but you know facing when you thought of starting something like connect for absolutely so um this goes back about um six seven years um i just moved back from england um i was uh pursuing my studies there and whilst I was there and even during my schooling in Mumbai I used to be an active volunteer um post that um when I came back to India I had taken up a job in like um healthcare management consulting and um during my job I always like over the weekends I always wanted to do something uh you know volunteering based or work with an NGO but I didn't want to teach so um, that's sort of where my quest to find the right volunteering gig uh, began. And um, I had a friend, uh, Shloka Mehta, who was uh, who is now my co-founder. Uh, she was a school friend as well. So she used to work uh, for a family foundation back then. And because she was working in the nonprofit space, I reached out to her. And that's sort of where the conversation of Connect for starting a platform like Connect for began because we were. Um, she was like, you know, there are so many people who've reached out to me because they don't want to just do the general teaching uh, sort of gigs at NGOs and they want to use their skills. Like uh, a lot of people wanted to use consulting skills, data management skills, um, tech skills like website development and things like that for nonprofit organizations. And she's like, there was no easy way for someone to connect with a nonprofit. Um, organization and seemed like something so obvious. Um, so that's sort of where we got the idea of starting something like um, Connect4. Um, so that's where this, like, you know, that was the seed for it, actually. And then I think as we started talking to NGOs, uh, we realized that the um, space of volunteering in India was like back in 2014, it was pretty um, nascent. Um, you know, there were schools and colleges that had these requirements for students to volunteer, but getting in touch with an NGO and NGO having a system to manage such a volume of volunteers was actually uh, pretty scarce. So um, that's 
once I think that's when we decided that we would work as aggregators to sort of build this bridge. Wonderful, Modi. Uh, you know, that's been very interesting journey, Manitif. Uh, and uh, I, I could very well relate, you know, when uh, I was starting MASH uh, a couple of years ago. So that whole ecosystem, which enables more young people uh, to become change makers were missing. And that's how, you know, your personal, it's your personal problem becomes like a movement that you want to take on. So uh, congrats on this uh, amazing journey that uh, you've taken on. And I'm sure there have been a lot of challenges in the process, but, Absolutely. It's, but it's totally, totally, uh, uh, you know, uh, worth uh, when you see the, the, the impact that you're creating from this uh, whole uh, you know, initiative that you have taken for, right? So Absolutely. given that you work so closely with the volunteers on the both the sides, like you said, it's a marketplace, right? Um, I would like to understand uh, how have you closely observed the shift that's happening in terms of ecosystem development uh, at all levels, be it uh, at uh, uh, school and colleges, uh, be it at uh, corporates, be it at nonprofits. So I would like to understand uh, that how has you been seeing that ecosystem been developing and evolving over the period of time and what opportunities do you see for young people? Most of our listeners who are aspiring to become volunteers or have already taken on that journey but would want to take it to the next level. So what opportunities does this uh, space offers to them? Absolutely. So actually, um... I feel that um, there has definitely been a shift, at least in the last six years, um, in this entire space. I feel people are becoming more aware, all stakeholders here, there are young volunteers, there are NGOs, nonprofits, corporates, all three sort of stakeholder groups are becoming more aware about A, what volunteering is, B, um, how can I sort of contribute knowing my own limitations and see, um, you know, how different volunteering projects align to sort of different uh, groups of people. So, um, you know, not, it's not a one glove fits all kind of a situation or there's no one solution uh, or volunteering engagement or volunteering process that is going to work for um, you know, every volunteer or every nonprofit. Um, the space itself is so large, like the development sector, and it's pretty disorganized. Uh, but I feel we're moving to a more process oriented and a slightly more organized space now. Like back in the day, um, you know, about five years ago, um, when we were trying to onboard nonprofits that would you know, that would be seeking volunteers, we had to first establish um, how a volunteer would actually contribute and make a big difference to their organization and how they should be more open to having volunteers come in. And, you know, funding is not the end goal of sort of a nonprofit organization. That was a barrier that we really had to break and work towards in the beginning. And like now, I don't think that's the case anymore. I think the success stories and the kind of work volunteers have done over the past few years have in itself shown the impact of volunteering and nonprofits are much more open to having volunteers. And when I say open, that means they've built in volunteer management systems. They know projects that volunteers can work on. They have, um, you know, volunteer managers in some cases. Um, so they 
they sort of truly understood the value of volunteering. Um, I think also different nonprofits have understood what areas in in which areas can they use volunteers? So obviously a grassroots level organization is going to use volunteers very differently from someone whose uh, primary purpose is awareness building and advocacy. So I think every nonprofit has sort of understood uh, where can they fit in volunteers. And I think um, also just aggregators like the MASH project and Connect4 and, you know, a bunch of other platforms like this have also come up in the last few years, which is great because this allows um, accessibility to, to volunteering. Like, it's much better accessibility to volunteering. There's a lot of ease to volunteering now. Like, someone can literally Google, you know, I want to volunteer on a Sunday or I want to do, um, you know, tech-based volunteering or I want to do virtual volunteering and they like literally it's almost become like one-click volunteering and they can get connected to an organization for the same. So I think tech um, has also really been an enhancer in helping the space sort of evolve um, and I think um, we definitely made you know a significant movement from where we were a couple of years ago and I just you know sort of see that changing over the next few years with you know, a lot of, lot more companies who are putting in, um, you know, requirements for, or mandated requirements for employee volunteering, startups who are doing this just to have a good volunteering culture, I mean, sorry, a good uh, um, work culture and, you know, giving back is sort of part of the work culture, nonprofits who are taking the effort to, um, you know, manage volunteers well. So I think the whole space is evolving in general. Super, very, very interesting. Thanks, Maniti, for sharing with us. And I think uh, I've also seen that shift very up and close in the last few years, like be it at MASH and be it some of our partner organizations. I think that whole interest of young people has also been there, not just for the, you know, uh, uh, not just because, you know, it's a good thing to have it on your profile, but they genuinely want to contribute and uh, see how they can uh, also use this, their skills in uh, uh, making their difference, right? And also acquire certain new skills, which can help the organizations uh, uh, better, right? Yeah, so just to add to that, I think COVID was actually a pretty big driver in that sense. I think when um, the pandemic sort of hit, I think the youth of the country was, and young people in general were feeling pretty, helpless about you know the fact that they couldn't really do much and uh, that's when there were like so many innovative ways in which people came out you know came forward to sort of volunteer like I know there was people who had built apps where um, they you know like senior citizens or people who were sort of like unable to get groceries or step out of their house and stuff were being connected to people who would help them or volunteer to help them do those things and then there was people who were making uh, calls to people to inform them about COVID protocols so even virtually uh, I think the young people and the youth of the country sort of really stepped up to sort of give back because I think that's when we really felt that sense of, you know, we need to do something. And I think that sort of um, sense of wanting to make a difference and make a change has sort of stayed on since then. So I do think COVID actually was a driver towards enhancing the whole um, need to volunteer. Yes, I think COVID has also, you know, shared 
has some very good lessons for all of us right that we just don't need a pandemic <laughs> to yeah. be able to come out and contribute but i think it's definitely has been a big driver force and then you don't also need to go like sometimes we have these barriers that we feel are there right like in terms of being able to travel to a point to be able to do that but i think now living in this uh, uh you know lockdown situation being in uh moving towards a more uh, digital uh, uh approach for so many things for especially i think education is one big uh, area where uh, and even tele telehealth care uh virtual uh, uh counseling uh, mental health sessions like there have been so many uh, some great examples of how there has been a huge shift towards digital and those trends could continue where a lot of people can take up uh volunteering through virtual platforms as well right so um uh, maniti um now my next question you know today uh, as a special uh, series of international volunteers day and this entire week we are talking to um uh, different voices or leaders voices of different leaders in the volunteering space so i would like to uh, go and understand from your own personal journey right uh, in the last uh, few years of working and building connect for share some of your own personal uh, uh, interesting uh, experiences that you've had be it with volunteers be it with the organization be it yourself that you've seen uh, 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 up and close right uh, where you which really had a huge uh, impact on you or had a some transformative impact on you um <laughs> i guess it's hard to sort of pinpoint on these moments but uh, i think uh, for me it was just sort of building something from scratch so you know from uh, being on the field and like visiting i think in the first month of uh, starting connect for uh, we i visited over 120 non profits in mumbai uh, like i mentioned earlier like at that point just to get non profits to um, want to be on a platform like this and you know give volunteering a shot was in itself uh, something that we needed to drive so you know physically visiting these non profits and seeing very closely how they you know operate and function i think it just um, takes you like you know snaps you out of like your reality and like takes you into sort of a different world which is actually coexisting like very simultaneously like next to you so i think what that made me realize that um just you know in visiting these non profit organizations it was such an eye opener for me so definitely for young people to have that experience to volunteer at a young age i think volunteering is that um i open on that window of experience you get at a young age which makes you a more sensitive person and helps you you know be more uh, aware of things around you and i really believe that it makes you a philanthropist at a very young age because you just need to sort of give your time um and then you realize that the sort of problems that they have like operationally non profits the problems that they have the kinds of problems the beneficiaries have um and how you know just a little bit of your time can make a difference um and help them you know change their lives and i think once you get the gratification of doing that um 
you're going to continuously sort of give back in some way or another. So maybe through your skills, your time, or eventually even monetarily when you grow older, you know, sort of in the form of donation. So that's why I always feel uh, one of my biggest like learnings from entering this space was that I think volunteering is the window into becoming a philanthropist. Um, other than that, I think um, a few other key defining moments for me over the last few years was how, um, you know, there are a lot of like um, things that you sort of need to contextualize to the Indian space and the Indian um, audience. So when I, um, you know, when I'm saying this, I mean that there are there were a bunch of uh, volunteering organizational aggregators like us um, in the United States of America and the UK and things like that. But theirs was simply tech based. So uh, we obviously tried to adopt those models to um, India. So when a volunteer did sort of sign up uh, to volunteer with us and they wanted to get connected to a nonprofit, initially we would just have an automated email going out to both parties and being like, hey, you know, XYZ, you can connect with this NGO and these are the uh, contact details and stuff. And we realized that that wasn't enough. Um, and that's when we added a layer of human intervention where we had someone on the Connect for team um, calling and sensitizing the volunteer and explaining to them the role of it and stuff like that. And that's when we realized that there was a huge shift. Like we automatically saw so many more volunteers converting into uh, full-time volunteers just from ap that applicant stage. So I think that was also another learning that, you know, most Indians like to have someone to talk to, ask their questions to. So you sort of need to contextualize uh, things to your local environment when you're building something. And I think for me, the third sort of learning in the last couple of years has just been like how important it is to have a team that sort of believes in the same uh, mission and uh, vision that you're trying to create. And so far, I've been pretty fortunate in uh, building that team and um, definitely would like to share that majority of the Connect4 team is, um, you know, is very young people all in their 20s. So it's interesting to see how the workforce also now wants to do impactful work and something, you know, um, different to the normal corporate job kind of role. So that's also been really interesting to note. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. I've also observed that shift happening where so many young people now want to work in the social impact space. And I think the sector is also evolving with some very, very uh, interesting opportunities that are there, right? So, so yeah, I think uh, 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 it's great that uh, Connect4 has done some great work and uh, it's become a, a platform for many young people to start their volunteering journey and then take that journey forward uh, uh, in this sector, right? So Maniti, I'm sure, you know, there have been a lot of challenges in that process uh, whenever you're building something from scratch, right? And given you work with the um, volunteers and the NGOs on the other side. So it would be really great to uh, hear some of the challenges that you think uh, has been critical as part of your uh, this learning journey uh, as a process and how do you overcome them and what lessons do you help them help you now as well when you face other bigger challenges as you go go along right so yeah it would be great to hear some of your uh, experiences there yeah sure so i think um challenges have been like um 
and learnings have been more from the perspective of like never sort of be scared to fail um and always try your hand at uh you know like at least at connect for we sort of believe that whenever we have an idea we should definitely sort of test it out and then if we fail um there's nothing sort of to lose like if anything you are learning a lot more and you will improve current services current uh processes uh to be much better uh rather than not trying something so um you know we have tried various things like uh a micro volunteering model where we just wanted people to do simple acts of kindness and uh sort of share those um and we thought this is something that would you know spread really quickly but it sort of didn't pan out in that way and we realized that you know if people are um you know people may be doing this in their daily lives and things like that but they don't necessarily want to talk about it on in through a social media campaign and things like that um so i think just the way we were viewing uh acts of kindness and micro volunteering trying to process a structure to didn't really work um so i think that gave us a lot of perspective and learning also just how to um you know deal with um a super disorganized um space like i think one of the complaints we get a lot from our volunteers is that you know you connected me to this ngo but the ngo is not like the person's not picking up the phone or i've tried reaching out to them but they're not sort of reverting and i think this is sort of just inherent to the nature of volunteering and someone who is willing to volunteer needs to be aware of that so initially i think that used to throw us off a little bit and be like you know but we work so hard with the nonprofit to make them understand that a volunteer has limited amount of time so they should sort of connect with the volunteer immediately and you know get the project going but it doesn't always happen so i think we learn from that and built in things about how to sensitize volunteers about these issues how to capacity build ngos on uh, you know creating structures on how to manage volunteers and things like that so i think all of these were learnings and i think just building out um sort of uh, solutions to these challenges on a daily basis has sort of been the way we've been uh, working so far wonderful um okay so moving on from challenges we'd like to learn uh what uh, do you think like young people who are looking to start out there of course they can go to connect for force platform and can find some interesting opportunities uh but what if you know they like there are not ngos which are close by or uh, there could be other challenges they may face right but uh, you know what would you suggest who's looking to start out there who identifies problem in their uh, communities and are willing to do something about it you know so what would be that first baby step do you think they should be taking um so i think the first sort of step that you need to take is how can you uh, like actually solve for this and i think actually do something like i think the biggest issue is like you know we sort of see issues happening around us all the time like you know there are non profits you know traffic is an issue you know garbage pollution is an issue but we very rarely take that first step to do something so i think uh, my advice to everyone would be is that if you sort of notice a problem just make that like just convert your thoughts into action 
So if you see garbage, just go and pick it up. Um, spread awareness posters within your communities. If you find an NGO that's looking for someone to do something, um, you know, volunteer, go out, help them. If you have, you know, if uh, time is a constraint, if location is, a, you know, like commute is a constraint, uh, do something virtually. Because I think just taking that action to make a difference um, and having that first that first experience and the gratification you sort of feel after that is going to be like sort of game changing or life changing for you because once you feel that you're not going to stop but I think the issue that most of us face is just taking that first sort of step. Absolutely. Um, great Maniti and uh, you know uh, if if you can share a little bit more about connect force new initiatives to our audience where they can learn more about volunteering opportunities and it's something that you would like to share with them which uh, they can you know uh, go out check out some interesting initiatives that have been undertaken and what opportunities does the platform has to has for them to offer Great. So um, right now, Connect4 has moved into a sort of hybrid model. Uh, when I say hybrid, it means that we're offering both virtual volunteering opportunities as well as some uh, offline or on-ground volunteering opportunities. So actually, um, on uh, we have, you know, we're painting a bunch of um, schools because classrooms have been closed for about two years now so we have um in mumbai and bangalore on the 5th of december we have two um, sort of communities slash schools being painted um we also have uh, cleanup drives happening across bombay we have um a lot of virtual volunteering stuff happening for the upcoming festive season so if there are people who you know want to we have like christmas virtual christmas carnivals uh with kids from ngos we have a uh, new year resolution writing with kids from ngos we have um you know some English training sessions, we have um, a lot of skill-based volunteering, we have animal shelters that are just opening, so they need uh, people to walk the animals um, and things like that at the centers, so there's a lot of exciting stuff happening. Um, we are also looking out for student groups who want to take on, um, you know, more skill building, uh, help beneficiaries of NGOs build their skills. So this is a new sort of module that we're open, um, starting, which is called project-based volunteering, where um, any group of students or group of, you know, like a group of young change makers can sort of commit to a couple of weeks where every week they will be teaching a set curriculum to beneficiaries from an NGO. And this curriculum could be anything, you know, based on soft skills, um, academics, or on, um, you know, entrepreneurial or life skills also. So this is also something if in, um, that we're offering to volunteers right now. Sounds very interesting. And we would love to share this among our um, community of young people as well. So it's been really, really wonderful speaking to you, Manati. And thank you so much for joining us to share all the very interesting insights and experiences that you've shared with us. Is there any closing remarks that you would say like to share with uh, our young listeners before we close? 
um, go volunteer. Um, this, I think, just pledge to be an active volunteer and change maker this International Volunteer Day. And uh, thank you, Ashish, for having me. And, uh, you know, hearing what I had to say, it's been super engaging and interesting talking to you. And, you know, I think we've had very similar journeys. So it's always nice, uh, you know, sharing these insights with uh, like-minded individuals. Absolutely. And, you know, Maniti, I would like to emphasize uh, one point to our um, audience today is one of the biggest, uh, you know, takeaways for me in volunteering, then becoming an entrepreneur, social entrepreneur, has been meeting uh, some amazing people just like you, you know, and uh, and not just, uh, uh, it's not just limited to, you know, India or my own community, but globally. So I've built this great friendships who are in, uh, who, who are very inspiring people, you know, and I look up to them from time to time. And it's, it's like you're a part of a global community, right? So I think uh, that's what the, the power of uh, working for uh, causes like this is that it helps you connect with some uh, great like-minded people. And I think that's uh, is a, a huge value, um, you know, uh, in, in life, which I think uh, is unparalleled to any other experience. So, so yeah, I would also like to say, go volunteer, make new friends, uh, make, you know, new, new relationships in terms of, um, uh, both uh, like I've I've come across people who've uh, in journey as a volunteer when I was in school and college have become big part of what I do at now at MASH and I think uh, every day that's uh, growing and growing more so with that you know I think uh, uh, we'd uh, like to close today's session uh, with this session but it will be great to have you again and talk about some of the other experiences um, and what all is going on at Connect4. So thank you so much, Manati. And thank you, so much. thank you for having me, Ashish. All right. Thank you. Have a good day and happy yeah, National too. Volunteers Week. You too. <laughs> to everybody. To everyone and MASH as well. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. If you like our podcast, then do like and share with your friends. You can also visit our social media handles for more such content. Do not forget to follow MASH Project Foundation. Till then, stay safe, stay healthy and take care.